Abundance of love, abundance of grace. Now to that cross, you took my place. Oh God, you paid my ransom. My ransom. Abundant Life Christian Fellowship Church. Loving God, loving people. Now, here's Pastor Scott. Today, I'm going to read one verse of Scripture, and then I'm going to pray. If you have your Bible, you can turn to Romans 12, 17, or you can follow along on the screen. In Romans chapter 12, verse 17, the Bible says, Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see You are honorable. This morning, I want to preach to you from a sermon titled, What Do We Do Now? Pray with me. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for giving us a Bible that we can turn to, to learn from you, to be instructed by you, to be taught in the inner man. God, I pray that you would anoint me to say the things you would have me to say. Give us ears to hear what you have to say is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. What do we do now? We are in the middle of some stuff, amen? We got a lot of stuff going on. We still got this uh, coronavirus going on, killing less people than lightning in the state of Florida, but be that as it may, we've got a pandemic, we've got worldwide issues all over the place, and now we've got major cities being burnt down, looted, rioted, destroyed. I was hoping for better out of Jacksonville than what I saw last night. I don't know if y'all saw last night. Listen, when good people decide to come together for a peaceful protest, which is the right thing to do, it's the right thing to do. When there's injustice, somebody should stand up and speak to that injustice. Somebody should protest. Somebody should let somebody know this is wrong. This is wrong, and something needs to change. Protested, and, and when the good people of Jacksonville decided to have a rally last night or yesterday afternoon in Jacksonville, it was my prayer that Jacksonville would show forth better than some of these other cities. Well, first and foremost, the person who was responsible for putting the rally together was just smarter than people who put other rallies together because the rally started at 3 o'clock in broad daylight. Now, how many of y'all know that's that's when you have a protest? You don't protest at dark because what everybody in the room that's over 50 learn about what comes out at night? Yeah. The freaks come out at night. So the 3 o'clock rally, so I'm praying, God, let, let, let Jacksonville shine. Uh, let, let peaceful protests happen and, and make change. Uh, and then I was sharing with the staff, deacons and elders, uh, this morning before we prayed to come out, uh, that I, I saw the, the long-standing voice of sanity on the news last night at 10 o'clock. How many of y'all ever heard of Ken Amaro? Ken Amaro is just a great Jacksonville uh, blessing, uh, been, 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 been doing good work, uh, not, not just for the African-American community, for all of Jacksonville. For decades, decades, uh, he used to do the call Ken Consumer Reports. If if you bought something that's faulty and the store didn't want to stand behind it, Ken was going to get on them. Then he turned to uh, Ken on your side, and I mean, just just a, just a good dude. 
a great, great blessing in our community. With tears in his eyes last night, he showed the aftermath of what happened as he stood in front of the Jesse DuPont Ball building, and he said this building's done more for the African, this nonprofit's done more for the African-American community in Jacksonville than maybe any other organization has, and they busted all the windows out of this uh, building, and he walked down the street and just showed building after building after building after building, tens, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars worth of just damage done, and for what? For what? Nobody, no, you, no, you, didn't, you didn't sign your name on it. Nobody can follow up with you and say, now that you've done that, what do you want to see happen as a result of all your, all, all your efforts? So we got all this stuff going on. We live in a world that is at war on many levels. There's wars still going on. Listen, just because, and, and the news I'm going to give it to them about this. They're, they're, they're smart and they're good at what they do. And what they do is they pour gas on the fire that's burning. They fan the flame to incite more anger. And when, you know, when it was uh, George Bush and the media was hating George W. Bush and his unjust war and hating on uh, soldiers for doing what uh, the government was telling them to do. They were just every day posting it, every day. This person got killed in Afghanistan. This person got killed in Iraq. This is, we need to pull out, we need to pull out, we need to pull out. And then President Obama ran on a platform that the first time it said if he got elected <laughs> that he would have all soldiers out of Iraq and Afghanistan within 18 months. And then 30 months into it, he had a surge, and we ended up with more people over there than we ever had in the, hi in the history of the war. But that was being pushed. You never hear about Americans dying in Iraq and Afghanistan, but I'm going to tell you, every month since it started, there's been an American still dying in Iraq or Afghanistan. Why don't the news tell us about it anymore? Because it's not a hot topic item. Doesn't fan the flame. Doesn't fit the narrative. Nobody's upset about it. it, it there, there's nobody to point a finger at. There's nobody to get fired up over it. I've told y'all for years, uh, you never hear, you can't name me one person, you can't name me one white person who got shot unarmed by a cop in America. You probably can't name me ten black people, but you can, you, you can, name, you can name Trayvon. And, and, and you can name several others, uh, and that wasn't even by a cop. But they, they pour gas and pour gas and pour gas on it because they want us to be at war. So I believe that it's incumbent, and, and, I, and I told y'all when I started that series on the blueprint, I, I, I knew God was going to put a change, and we were going to have to take some time off from that. But I, I want to speak to the situation that's going on right now because we need to be like the Bible says the sons of Issachar are. We need to be able to discern the times and know what to do. We need to be able to have a voice that is a one voice. The Bible says we should be a one mind and one voice and one heart, one faith, one Lord, one baptism. We need to be able to speak the truth about what is happening. There's wars going on still across the world, countries against countries, but it's not even that. There are people that are war with their own family. There are people that ain't talked to their mother or their father in decades. Brothers against brothers, sisters against sisters, blacks against white, white against black, rich people against poor people. The wildest thing I saw, 2,000 people in L.A. rioting on Rodeo Drive 
last night, chanting, eat rich people. That was the chant. Three words, eat rich people, eat rich. And I'm thinking, let's just be, let's dial that back for a minute. What part of rich people do you want to eat? And how rich you got to be to be eight? I almost went country and said et. Eat rich people. Now, you got to understand, there is a demonic presence. There is a spiritual warfare. There, there, there is an a overriding evil. What would cause someone to say, eat rich people? And here's the reality. You can be, and there are a lot of people that are just mad at rich people. You know, we saw all the protests, the 99 percenters and, and, and the Wall Street protests and whatever those people were calling themselves, just sitting out there for days, not taking baths, blocking up streets, get a job, hallelujah, go, go live a life. But you can be mad at rich people all you want to. Don't put no more money in your pocket. This is not productive. This is not normal. This is not common sense. Our parents should have taught us to, to, to war better. We need to know what to do more effectively. Throwing a rock at a man with a gun makes you an idiot. I told the staff this morning, I thought all, that kind of stuff only happened in third world countries where they couldn't read and speak good. Throwing rocks, because they, they've been throwing rocks at tanks in, 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 in the Middle East forever. Let me tell you something. You be careful you throw rocks at people down here because we are in a powder keg situation that could light off with the smallest spark. Because right now, uh, and they finally, after days and days, some of y'all following it, some of y'all not following it, uh, we, we ought to know the times, the Bible says. But after three nights of letting cities get burnt to the ground with hundreds of millions of dollars worth of destruction being done, listen, two Many minority-owned businesses and even white-owned businesses that had nothing to do with what they're supposedly protesting about. And this is not, and I told the staff this, and I want you to hear it. And you're like, Pastor, you just talk about this stuff too much. No, we need to know because this is brewing under the surface, and this is attack, attaching to people. And uh, the, the people saying what, that they're burning down their own, the black people are burning down their own communities. This wasn't Minnesota people burning down Minnesota. These are hired thugs coming in from out of state. Now, some of it is some of it, uh, but I love what the mayor, African-American female mayor from Atlanta said. The greatest voice I've heard speak to this whole thing. She went off on these people from Atlanta. She said, um, what, what is wrong with you? Your parents taught you better than that. We're better than this. Running down the street with stolen goods under your arm, destroying another person's property. That, that has nothing to do with civil rights. That has nothing to do with injustice. That has nothing to do with seeking justice for this man who was just murdered. But I hear the other voice that says we got to do something. And let me tell you, there's a right way and a wrong way to do anything. There's a right way and a wrong way, and the church has a responsibility because it, it's, it's, not just, it, it's not just other countries warring. It's not just blacks against whites, rich against poor, it, Democrats against Republicans. They, they don't take uh, religion against religion, denominations in denominations. Listen, the media will take any foothold they can get to cause hate and division it's the oldest strategy. Listen, some of y'all don't study war. If you studied war, you'll find out the oldest strategy of war is to divide and what? 
You know that off the top of your head. That is the oldest strategy of war. You got to separate them. You got to outflank them. You, you got to pull them away and pick them off. How in the world do you think America, uh, a, a, a couple of farmers with pitchforks, turned back the greatest military power at that time? The British Army came over here and got done in with slingshots and pitchforks because they hid in the trees and picked them off one by one like squirrels. And the media knows what it's doing when it comes to dividing us and conquering us and I believe largely it's because the Bible says, listen, that the devil is the prince of the power of the what? Air. How are we getting these images on our television? Where are they coming in through? The air on our radios coming in. Through. And so all this information is coming. And here's what's happening. I want you to hear me well. It is causing rational people to be irrational. It's causing good people to do bad things. And it's causing bad people to do worse things. Now, if you watch any of the news, uh, you're seeing stuff. Man, when I saw that second night, and, 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 and Stacy's from uh, Minnesota, uh, right? Um, and she told me there were no black people. Hey, they, I, I saw them interviewing locals. You've been lying to me for, for 15 years. You said you were the only black family in all of Minnesota. Any, anyway, when I saw what was going on there, an aerial view, it literally looked like the Middle East. It looked like a war zone. It looked like buildings on fire blazing up into the sky. How does this benefit? This is irrational. Well, we're just mad, and we, listen, channel that into something that will work. If you're mad, figure out what to do now. Because the reality is, if you go out there and do wrong, you're going to be the one laying on your belly getting handcuffed. And I don't want that. And nobody is going to be benefited by that. But you've been seeing it. Hey, and this thing, nothing's ever spread this fast in my lifetime. No, no, no. The Rodney King, I, I, some of y'all were alive, some of y'all weren't. Uh, I, I remember in 92, uh, and I was, the, I was one of only two members at the Potter's House that were white uh, during the L.A. riots after Rodney King. Uh, Bishop preached a great message that Sunday because so many people had asked him to address it, and he preached a message that I, it still resonates in my mind. He said, we're concerned about the wrong king. And he said, they beat Rodney. I think it was 71 times. It was brutal. I told the staff this morning, the worst beating I've ever seen in my life. Uh, not the worst beating a police officer ever did uh, to, to a black person in this country, but it's the worst one I've ever seen caught on tape. They beat this man horrifically in his head, in his face, repeatedly swinging with, as hard as they could. Um, but Bishop said they, they beat Rodney however many times they beat him, but they beat my Savior all night long. And I, I remember the, the riots of 92, and, and it, had so, it had some spillover city to city, but I've never seen anything spill over as fast as this has. It went from being a one protest in one city to, to now over 50 cities in America, including Jacksonville, having violence and damage being done. The church needs to know what we do now. Because sitting back and doing nothing is not the answer, and I'm going to talk about it from a biblical perspective this morning, and I hope that you'll have ears to hear 
what the Spirit is saying. Too many people are blaming the wrong people. I see white people blaming black people, black people blaming white people, Republicans blaming Democrats, Democrats blaming Republicans. I see people saying it's all Trump's fault. Uh, I hear this every day on CNN. Every day I hear in some segment that Donald Trump has emboldened racists to be more racist. You can't be, you, you, you race, racism has always been racist in America. Race, where well, well, they're more out there now because of Donald Trump. You can believe that if you want to, but let me offer you a possibility that, that, that might open your eyes to something. It's more prevalent than it's ever been now because of social media. Nobody hear what Donald Trump's saying? They got five people reading his Twitter feed. Nobody, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't see what he says on his Twitter, but when I turn on my Facebook, I see thousands of reports of stuff that's going uh, from every different direction. And I believe that people are just being just irritated and inflamed with what they read. Social media is causing hate to spread faster than it ever has been able to before. And these people are organized, y'all, organized. They showed a picture of somebody, a uh, white dude, black, all blacked out, black mask, black backpack. That's Antifa, by the way. And Antifa is the devil. And, and they don't need to come to Jacksonville, and you don't need to partner up with that crowd of haters. They showed this dude uh, with, with all that gear on, pulling glass bottles out of his backpack, filled with alcohol. That wasn't there to drink. That was there to light. Listen, they had that one lady threw a Molotov cocktail into a car with cops in it. Now, if they're going to do that, how long is it going to be till you're sitting at the red light of uh, Firestone and 103rd Street and somebody just throws an exploding firebomb into your window? Oh, they wouldn't, doing the, they wouldn't do that to me because I'm minding my own business. It's beyond that now. It's beyond that now. It, 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 it's just it's to, to a level that has never uh, been seen in my lifetime by me before. So we got to talk about what do we do now? Well, let me just give you something before we get into the Scripture. I, I believe this is key. I believe as I prayed and sought God on this, that this is what God gave me. Uh, I believe it's wisdom. I believe it's proper, and I want you to hear it. What do we do now? Stop defending the actions of people who look like you just because they look like you. Stop defending the actions of people who look like you just because they look like you. White people, stop taking the white side. Black people, stop taking the black side. Take the proper side. White people want to sit back and blame black people. Black people want to sit back and blame white people. Well, Hispanics are caught in the middle, ain't they? But we're making martyrs out of criminals if they look like us, and we're making criminals out of peacekeepers if they don't look like us. We're taking people. Listen, I told y'all. Now, more has come out on it, and I don't know, and it, it's, not, it's not my judgment call. The, the justice system will deal with those two hillbillies that chased that black man down and killed him with a shotgun. But how many of y'all know the majority of white people that saw that thought, well, they're just making a citizen's arrest, and, and he was breaking into houses, and, uh, and, and, and just immediately defending those two people that they don't know at all. Don't know them at all. Don't know nothing about them. They may be the most vicious, worthless pieces of nothing on the planet. 
white people going to defend them when they were just protecting their neighborhood. And then, and then, then you got black people defending uh, uh, somebody making a murder out of a criminal. Say, look, look, at, look at people like Eric Garner. And, and, and trying to make a martyr out of Eric Garner. Now, now, that ain't my call to judge Eric Garner, man selling cigarettes, you know, trying to make a dollar, whatever, whatever he was doing. Criminal record, longer than your arm, leg put together. That don't mean he deserves to die. No, it doesn't mean he deserves to die. But people trying to make a martyr out of somebody just because he looks like them. And listen, you wouldn't want that man dating your daughter. And if he showed up to your family barbecue, you'd make sure you kept a close eye on your purse. We're making heroes out of people we don't know because they look like us. And we're making villains out of people we don't know because they look like us. Everybody wants to run and pick a side. But who's on the Lord's side? People don't want to hear it. People don't want to hear it. So, so what, what do we do now? Second thing, I believe the Lord... What have me to tell you is stop believing lies. Stop believing lies because they cater to your side. Stop believing lies because they cater to your side. If, if, if it's the truth, the truth's the truth anyhow. But don't try to make it your truth because it fits your agenda. That's what the media is doing. They have an agenda and they build their story around it. I flip back and forth because... Um, I'm curious, I'm studious, and I want to hear all sides. I flip back and forth constantly. Uh, I watch as much Fox as I watch CNN. I watch as much CNN as I watch Fox. And I was watching these, these rallies. They're showing the same images. And, and here's, what Fox is, here's what Fox is saying. These lawless people need to be arrested. These cops need to come forward and, and take control of this situation before the whole city gets burned down. CNN showing the exact same image on the exact same street. These police are out of control. It's this level of aggression that has caused the people not to trust police, and they need to leave these people alone. So which one is true? I mean, they're showing the same scenes from the same the exact same street, and they're trying to, they're catering. Listen, it's called, this is what it's called, ginning up your base. They're, they're catering, they're, they're, they're telling people what they want to hear. Because they know who's watching their screen. And listen, if you will stop believing lies and look for the truth, then you can begin to know what we should be doing now. Because here, let me, let me show you how, how these lies have permeated our society. There are white people, and we're talking about what to do now. There are white people out there that literally say ignorant stuff like, there ain't no racism in America, that's hundreds of years ago. Slaves got freed uh, uh, almost 200, 165 years ago, however long. Ain't no more racism. Okay, well, that's a lie. But, but then you got black people out there saying, they're killing us every day. Every day, really? Name me five people that you know that they kill. Because if I tell you uh, I see um, uh, restaurants, uh, in Jacksonville every day, and you're like, oh, really, Pastor? Every day, every day? Name me five of them. Okay, Burger King, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, uh, Applebee's, Chili's, P Panera Bread, Panda Express, Firehouse, uh, Sandwiches, Uncle Charlie's Pizza, Vito's Pizza, V's Pizza, Olive Garden, Outback. I'm just talking about the places I've ate in the last two weeks. 
If it's that prevalent, they're killing us every. We're being hunted. Listen, let me tell you something. If we being hunted, the hunter's not doing a good job. Told y'all, man in my own neighborhood. Listen, might be the softest neighborhood in America. Got the best golf course in, 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 on this side of the river. Eagle Landing. Go ahead, go ahead and move in there. Go ahead, go get you one of them seven thousand square foot homes for a million dollars. Living in, in, in a big giant house, driving Mercedes and, and, and BMW, talking about I'm scared to jog through my own neighborhood now because they're shooting us. Well, let's just count. I mean, I mean, we we're not gonna have to take our shoes off to get to this number. How many people have been shot jogging in America in our lifetime? But here's the thing. The white person that wants to believe racism doesn't exist is going to say that in spite of all reality. The black person that wants to believe they're killing us is going to believe that in spite of all reality. I saw last night, so I had to look it up. I saw last night this constant theme of uh, racism has been emboldened in America uh, because of Donald Trump. And I ain't no defender of Donald Trump. I believe he needs to get saved. Uh, but I, 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 I want to deal with facts. I'm not going to take truth just because somebody says it. And listen, if you're going to believe it because it fits your narrative, then you're not a truth seeker. You are a self-seeker. So I looked it up. And, 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 I, and I, as I looked it up, I thought, wow. And I, and I said, well, I shouldn't be surprised because I, I, I gave these stats out years ago. And, and people don't want to believe them, but the truth is the truth. And if I asked everybody in this room on an anonymous survey, what has happened over the last three years of Donald Trump being the president to the amount of black people, unarmed black people, who've been killed by cops? What, what y'all think the majority of people say has gone up or gone down? Y'all don't want to admit. Don't, that's, that's why I'd have to do it anonymously. So I went to the source that the FBI has credited as being the most legitimate source of statistic keeping on, on police violence in the world. And it is, listen, you can look it up. It is, it is a far left-leaning, extremely liberal, cop-hating publication, the Washington Post. All right? They put this together to, to be against the cops. All right? So this isn't no watered-down version of conservatism speaking. Did, did that graph come out, Elder Keon? Put that graph out, and let me show you. This is... Data from the Washington Post. I put a hot link on there. You can go to that, and you or you can just look up cops killing people. Washington Post, 2015, President Obama, 94 unarmed people in America were shot by cops. Went way down in 2016, only 51. Spiked up when 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 Trump took over in 2017, but six to 69. Is 69 higher or lower than 94? And then in 2018, it went down to 47, and then last year it went down to 41. And, and Elder Keon pointed this out this morning in the office, 47 and 41 don't even equal 94. You take the last two years combined, that, that ain't how many, that was less than the last year President Obama was the president. But these, they want to keep pushing this narrative. They're saying now that Trump's in office, black people are not safe in the street. And this isn't black people, this is all people. This is, uh, listen, in 2019, if I'd have asked you before I'd have shown you this chart, if I'd have said, how many people do you think got killed in America, unarmed people got killed in America by cops in 2019? Well, if they're killing us every day, got to be 365, doesn't it? At least. 
Well, if they're killing us every other day, got to be 187, doesn't it? Well, if they're killing us every third day, it's got to be 121, doesn't it? I mean, this is just math, y'all. They're killing us every day, every day. 41 people were killed by a police officer in the year 2019. Total count of unarmed victims. 41 unarmed people were killed by police in 2041. Now, if you ask how many people cops killed altogether, total, armed, unarmed, run over in a car, died in a car chase, shot down, it's got to be tens of thousands, don't it? Millions. I mean, you got people putting on Facebook. I got pastor friends putting stupid stuff on Facebook like, I'm scared to walk outside right now because they're hunting. I don't want my sons walking outside because they're hunting us. Okay, well, 41 people. 41 people in a whole country. That's less people than, than got shot in Chicago on Memorial Day. Let's just be honest. Truth's the truth. And so, 41, as a whole, not just unarmed people, all people, by any source you look at, and I looked at 15 different sources, and they all had very similar numbers. The highest number out there, how many people did cops kill? Not just unarmed people, in shootouts, in car chases, all together, cops killed less than 1,100 people in 2019. Only 41 of them were unarmed. Now, let's just break it down. Because if they're killing us every day, then all 41 of those must, must be black people, right? Because I never heard a white person say they're killing us. So all 41 must be black folk. Of that 41 people, I want you to think in your mind, because y'all don't want to be honest this morning because it's a touchy subject, but I'm not scared of touchy subjects because the truth needs to be spoken. Of the 41 unarmed people that cops killed in America, that's in America. You know how big America is? Yeah, of the 41 unarmed people that got killed in 2019, how many of those do you think were African-American? That's real close. That's real close. Nine. Nine. The majority of them were white. We can name the black ones. We can't name the white ones. Why? Why is that? You don't see it on the news. Police officer killed Bubba Ray McGillicuddy. And I've told y'all, because no white person is sitting there watching TV. Oh, Lord, they done shot another one of us. Bubba Ray McGillicuddy ain't none of me. He's not welcome in my family reunion. I don't know that man. I don't side up with Bubba Ray McGillicuddy because he looks like me on the outside. I'm trying to look for people who look like me on the inside. Y'all don't want to believe the truth. What's on side of me is Jesus, the Spirit of God, who doesn't judge by race, culture, ethnicity, gender. 41 people, all total, nine. But well, that all had to be young black men, don't it? No. One of them was a woman. Well, the rest of them had to be all young black men, 25 and under. They hunting us. No. Two of them was 25 and under. The rest of them was old dudes. What am I telling you? That just because we're, listen, white people saying racism don't exist, they want to cater to that and act like that's real because it, it speaks to what they want to believe. Black people saying they out here killing us. We can't even go jogging no more. Listen, 
Don't believe lies because they cater to your story. Facts are facts. And I need to say this clearly, and I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it as long as God gives me breath. All cops are not bad. All white people are not racist. And all black people are not thugs. But we, we clap and we say amen for that, but we don't tell our friends that when, when they're yak, 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 yakking. When white people sit around, there they go. Look at all these black people burning up their own neighborhoods. Look at all these black people riding violent. They're just violent people. They just, and, and, and where, where's the white person stand up? And, and, and I told somebody, I heard somebody saying that this week. I said, well, let, let me give you a different, a different thing you can investigate. A lot of those people in those riots were white people. Look at the TV. You don't even have to investigate far. Look at the TV. A lot of those people, and, but you got, you got the mayor of Minneapolis saying that uh, everybody that they arrested in the riots was from out of town. Should have never said that because there's fact checkers out there that came out and said and found out that the hugest majority of them were all local. People just wildly lie. Mayors, governors, white, black, Republican, liberal, independent, Democrat, they just lie to cater to their side of the speech. Every white person in America believes that Alexander Graham, now who invented, what was the guy's name that invented the light bulb? I knew it wasn't Graham Bell. What's his name? Thomas Edison. That's what you read in the history books. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. Now, I don't know how many hardcore, uh, you know, fist on your pick, Afro-wearing, militant uh, African-Americans we got in the room right now, but how many people know what black history teaches about the invention of the light bulb? Anybody? No, 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 nobody, no, nobody, nobody wanted, his slave did it. They, they teach, I got, I got militant black friends that have given me books that, that show that uh, Thomas Edison had a black slave who was smarter than him, uh, might have been more intelligent than him, but I'm not sure if he was advanced in reading and writing. But that's a different story for different, that he invented the light bulb. So it just, now, how many white people do you think really going to believe that, that the black man invented the light bulb? How many militant black folk do you think are going to believe that, that, the, that the black person invented? And, and it's just believing whatever suits what you want it to be. Listen, as Christians... We must stand flat-footed on the truth because God is about truth. He said he hates false balances and injustice. We will not fix injustice by lying. White people walking around acting like racism don't exist and, and, and when, when they're not doing anything to better the community. Black people walking around saying they're killing us every day. 41 in the whole country and less than half... Less than a fourth of them were black. Here's the real statistic for you. Yes, African Americans get killed by police officers more in America than any other group of people by percentage. They're 13% of the population, and they're three times more likely to get shot by a cop. That's the reality. They're 13% of the population, and they're 24% of the death toll. 24% of 41 this is not every day. Stop being scared to go jogging. I, I, I see these educated pastors putting on, on their social media. 
I'm scared to let my child go to the grocery store with me because they're hunting us. You must think whoever the hunters are are really bad shots if you made it this far. Got these people out there. You got the internet doing a great job dividing the world into opposing groups, causing hatred. I want you to understand that God is a creator and the devil is an imitator and God says that he is love. So what do you think the devil is? Hate. God is unity. The devil is division. And if you are dividing yourself and hating yourself, then, then you are not being a part of what God would have you be a part of. Now, I, we, we, we can sit down and pick the facts apart, and you can, make, you can make the facts look however you want to make them look. You can make them look good on any group you want them to make good on. Uh, you, you can sit and show the statistics, and, and you can pick and choose what you want to believe. But I'm going to tell you what, as Christians, we need to know what to do, and we need to look to the Word of God. I could, I could show you stats and make white people look horrible. Y'all know who the majority of people is that's on welfare in this country? White people. You know the majority who commit murder in this country? White people. You know the majority of people who commit rape in this country? White people. You know who invented slavery? White people. You know who invented Jim Crow? White people. You know who's still keeping racism alive in America? White people. You know who put the foot on the neck of everybody else? You know who the colonialists are? White people. Okay, so you can go with that and you can say all white people are evil. Okay, well, let's, let's flip it and let's just go in the other direction because I'm equal opportunity when it comes to the truth. Black people are less than 13% of the population in America. You know who commits almost 80% of all violent crime in this country? Black people. You know who kills more black people than anybody else in this country? Black people. Oh, well, we don't want to talk about that. I, I, I've had... Uh, People just hate it when I come out with, well, what about Chicago? Because I'm tired of people feigning injustice. If we would get upset about injustice and do the right thing, then maybe we could stop injustice. But pretending to be upset because it fuels your anger and makes you feel justified to go out and do something stupid. Listen, if, everybody, if anybody was upset about injustice, about people being killed in the prime of their life for no reason. They would be marching and rallying in Chicago, in Detroit, in Baltimore. You want to talk about I'm scared to let my son go jogging with me in Clay County? You're being ridiculous. But that's a reality. Oh, and it's only one side, the south side of Chicago. It ain't on the north side of Chicago. It ain't on the east side of Chicago. On the south side of Chicago, you have someone that gets killed. Listen, every day, if somebody was to stand up and say they're hunting us, and it was a mother with a child living in a house in the south side of Chicago, she could tell the truth about that. Because every day, a parent loses a child in Chicago to a stray bullet that wasn't even meant for them. They're killing us every day out here. Nine people in 2019. And, and the media wants to make all the world. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's wrong. One is too many. Can we agree on that? But is it 365? It is not. It is not. And it, you got to stop believing the lies. You got to stop catering to people that look like you just because they look like you. White people need to stand up and speak the truth. And say, yes, there are problems. Black people need to stand up and speak the truth and say, oh, man, they ain't killing us every day. I've been alive for how many years? But it's that thing on the inside of you 
Because racism and racial protection, trying to protect what looks like you, is, is taught into us from the earliest of days. Taught into us. And, and so you, you want to believe, oh, who, Joe, Joe Biden said, uh, if they elect Trump, uh, no, it wasn't Joe Biden. It was, it, it was an African-American. Uh, I don't know who it was, but it made, it made news, and you can Google it. said, if Trump wins the election, they're going to have us back in chains. Uh, and people believed it. If Trump wins the election, they, they're going to be shooting us down in the street. Well, they are shooting us down in the street, Pastor. They're hunting us every day. No, these are things the media wants you to believe, and even a conscious thought. It, 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 it's, and I told the staff this morning, when people want to push their own agenda, they can make it sound real. Oprah I believe she was getting a side cut out of that book deal from 20 years ago. A book deal came out she had on a show called Down Low, On the Down Low. Anybody remember that book, Oprah pushing that book, On the Down Low? She agreed with the man, the, the homosexual writer, who said that 75% of all black men have had a, a, a gay experience. And that over 50% of black men, even black men masquerading as heterosexual, are on the down low and, ha and have a man lover in the closet. And I'm thinking, the Klan don't even believe that. Why are you saying that, Oprah? Nobody in their right mind believes that. If you're in here really believing that 50% of all black men in this country are gay, you're just ignorant. You don't know nobody like that, but Oprah was pushing it. And the homosexual community took hold of it and started telling America that homosexuals make up 10 to 15% of our community. They're trying to be more homosexuals than black people in this country. That is not true. When every rational report says that they're 2 to 3% at the most. One out of every 10 people in this room ain't gay, and every other black man. Let me look at all the black men in the room. Where you at, Marvin? Is, is every other black man you know gay? Right? How do we let these people say this stuff and we don't call them out on stupid? Well, you know, I love Oprah. Love Oprah all you want to. The people that you love can be wrong. I can be wrong. If I say something that's wrong, it's wrong. It's not right because pastor said it. It's not right because a white person said it. It's not right because a black person said it. It's not right because CNN or Fox said it. We got to stop believing lies that cater to our side. And we got to stop making heroes out of criminals and, and villains out of good people. Picking a side and choosing. I'm the only white person in, the, in this room that thinks OJ's innocent. That's the hell God. I am the only white person in this room that thinks OJ's innocent. Y'all ain't got the courage to say that y'all believe he did it. Y'all ain't got the courage to say to, 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 to white, white people like, no comment. I'm the only white person in this room who thinks, well, Pastor, why do you think O.J.'s innocent? Well, I don't know if he did it or didn't, so I can't say he's guilty. And I believe if I had as much money as O.J., and if I knew I did it, and if you did it, you know you did it, I'd have got on a plane. I saw Dionne Warwick say if he would have called me and asked me for money to get him out of the country, I'd have gave it to him. And Dion had the money. O.J. did too. People want to pick. Well, I believe this. And there's going to people, and, and I've had people tell me, I don't believe none of that. I remember Jeff Harris 
heard a message similar to this years ago. And y'all remember Jeff, our worship leader? Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff knows he's militant. <laughs> and, and Jeff wrote me a card. And, and Jeff's still militant. Get on his Facebook. Jeff knows. Jeff wrote me a card, and he said, I want to say thank you. If somebody would have told me ever in my life that, that a white man with a microphone would have been educating me about the truth on racial issues, I would have told him that was a liar. And listen, it doesn't matter what color the person to tell in the story is. The truth's the truth anyhow. Because Fox said it don't make it true. Because CNN said it don't make it true. Because a preacher said it don't make it true. But because somebody reported this, that, and the other. You can put your spin on anything. But if you call yourself a Christian, you need to stand up for the truth. And you need to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. I heard Van Jones say this week that uh, every white person is guilty for what happened. Because every white person in some kind of way has their knee on the neck of a black person. And what are you going to do, white man, white woman, to stop choking out every black person in America? You been choked out this week? You got the prettiest house in this whole church. It, 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 did, did, you, did you have to fight through a wave of Klansmen to sign your mortgage papers? This is lunacy, y'all. We're believing it. Well, I know somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody that had that happen to them. Okay. I know somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody that had 12 fingers and 12 toes, but ain't nobody in this room got 12 fingers and 12 toes. Maybe. I don't know. We have got to look to the Word of God and believe the truth. Because we're at war. Put, put the verse on, on the screen. Take that down. Romans 12, 17 says, Never pay back evil with more evil. I talk to people all over. I, I, am, I am a justice seeker. I am a truth seeker. I stand up for what is right, and it doesn't matter to me. If, 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 if right is on the side of unpopular, you think I didn't take a lot of heat? I still take heat. I, I have friends of mine who, who, who randomly uh, text me and, and ask me, you still believe O.J.'s innocent? Because I was on a crusade the day I proposed to Gail in her office on Cessary Boulevard, 961 Cessary Boulevard, the eye doctor's office where she was an uh, optometrist on my knee with a ring in the break room while she was eating lunch. O.J. was in the background <laughs> riding in the Bronco. That's truth. That's the summer of 95. I remember the summer of 95 sticks out in my mind because that's the year that, that we, I proposed to her, the year we got married. That's the year that the Atlanta Braves won the World Series, and that's the year Cal Ripken broke the streak. These, these things are stuck in my mind uh, because it was a big year for me. But I, I, I took a lot of heat. It wasn't popular for me to say I, I, if I was on that jury, I'd, I'd have said I can't say beyond a reasonable shadow of a doubt that he did it because I didn't see him do it. And nobody else saw him. But the evidence, the evidence, the is there any doubt in my mind? Yes. Now, did he do it? Well, you know, if his wife was horning around with some other man, who knows? But how many people just picked a side based on what matched the reflection in the mirror? I do not pick a side. Listen, if Christians keep doing this, we're going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Now, I thank God. I told the staff this morning, I thank God that there had not been no episode of a black person going into a white church and shooting up a church just because they're white. Because how many of y'all know there's a lot of people that wanted to after, after that one? And, and, and a lot of people said, see, that's white people. Whatever that boy's name was, 
uh, whoever he was that, that did that in that church, he was the devil. He don't represent white people to me, and he certainly don't represent me. White people don't represent me. I represent God. And you need to as well. But I thank God that it hadn't happened yet. But how many of y'all know this thing keeps turning up, turning up, turning up, turning up? It's just going to be on and banging. Because God loves unity and the devil loves division. And the word says to never pay back evil with more evil. And I've been talking to some of my friends this week, and I've been seeing the reports, and, and people have been asking the right question, uh, you know, that the, the best type. And listen, the type of protest that works is nonviolent, logical, truth-speaking. That's why Dr. King has a street in every city named after him, and Malcolm don't. But every day, every hour, I see a report saying, we tried, we tried it that way, and it didn't work. Okay, well, you can either keep trying it that way or you can say you're going to go the other way. And here's, here's the example I gave to the staff. Now, most of y'all were taught when you were a kid, if you want to unloosen uh, a screw, uh, you, you, you turn it which direction? Because we, we were told lefty what? And righty? Yeah, you loosen it to the left. Now, if somebody said, I've been turning on this screw my whole life to the left trying to get it loose, that didn't work. I'm going to start turning it to the right. Is that going to work? No, it's making it worse. It's making it worse to say that peaceful protests don't work. So we're going to go the opposite way of that. That's Hey, listen, peaceful protests have not cured everything, but it was peaceful protests that pointed this nation in a better direction in the 60s. Never pay back evil with more evil. Well, I'm tired of sitting back and doing nothing. Well, then get up and do something. Positive, rational, peaceful, Christian. Mm. Never. Well, what? Never? How often is never? Well, what, what if they deserve it? What if it's been too long? What if it ain't getting better? This is a hard message for some people to hear, but you got to choose. Do you want Jesus? Are you Christian? Do things in such a way that everyone can see you're honorable. Man, you ought to Google it. I told the staff there ought to be flying helicopters over every city in America playing the voice of that African-American female mayor in Atlanta, scolding people, telling them this is not justice-seeking. She said running down the sidewalk with a Gucci bag under your arm. That's got nothing to do with justice and, and disproportionate violence. It's not honorable. We are commanded by God to do things in such a way everyone can see that you're honorable. Listen, white people, when you hear white people saying bad things about black people, it is not honorable for you to sit there and go along. Mm, I can't get no support. It is not honorable to hate someone because they look different than you. It is not honorable to be against someone because of any reason. You ought to learn. Listen, it, it is a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. And I, I know Dr. King not the only person that ever stood up for justice, but he, he was, he was uh, the greatest champion in our nation's history for civil rights. And if you don't believe that, then you're just ignorant and you don't want to know the truth. He, and I've heard so many people say he'd be rolling over right now if, if he could see uh, that, that, that we, we're, we're still not judging people based on the content of their character. Now, most, most rational people will tell you, I, I, I don't hate any one group of people. I, I take everybody for who they are to me. I, if, if, if I'm good with them, I'm good with them. 
If they're good to me, they're good to me. If they're bad to me, they're bad to me. But this is still not what's being done in America. You still got white people sitting back judging people based on the color of their skin. And because of all that, now you got black people sitting back resisting white people based on the color of their skin. And where are Christians at in this whole mix when it tells us to do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable? This community is not happy to see white people and black people coming to church together because the white people want to say the black people are to blame and the black people want to say the white people are to blame and they want the division, but God wants unity. Well, we're trying, we're trying to do something honorable. And if you fight against that, you'll find yourself fighting against the Lord. Verse 18 says, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. That doesn't say if they look like you. That doesn't say if you agree with them politically. That doesn't say if they deserve it. We've got to be at peace with everyone. God is for peace. That rally they put together in Jacksonville yesterday, put together by good people. And I told you all in the beginning of this message, I'm going to tell you again. Protest needs to happen against injustice. Voices need to be heard. People need to be able to, to, to vent and, and to get it out. But once you start committing crime, you've turned the page at that point. Now you've gone from doing the right thing to doing the wrong thing. We got to do what we can do to live at peace with everyone, not just people that deserve it. Verse 19 says, Dear friends, never take revenge, period. I've been telling you all forever, pay attention to the punctuation. Dear friends, it's talking to people who are on the Lord's side. This is the command. Never take revenge. But the reality is, there's some vengeance that needs to happen in this country. Wow. Not one person even grunted. There's some vengeance that needs to happen in this country. This country has sought hundreds of years of oppression against the group of people. There's some vengeance that needs to happen. But vengeance belongs to the Lord. This is what the Word of God says. Well, we ain't going to take it no more. Well, what did Mama teach you in church? They're coming against you? They're talking about you? You can talk about me as much as you please. We need to talk about them on our knees. Prayer is our way. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Racism is a stronghold in America. Hate is a stronghold in America. Prejudice is a stronghold in America. There's people in this room, if they'd be honest, they'd tell you, well, I just typically don't trust black people. Okay, well, we know that about America, but here, here, here's what ought to pull your weave loose. The amount of people in this room right now that don't like white people just because they're white. Listen, for what they did to my people. Now, here's the problem with that theory. You can't round up every black person that ever lived and put them in this room. And you can't line up every white person that ever lived in this room. What they did, okay, I'm, I'm going to ask you something. What did Ken Huff do to you? What did Ken Huff ever? Now, I ain't going to get in Uncle Ken's wife, y'all know, because she can be a little sassy. <laughs> what did this man do to you? For you to hate him makes you part of the problem. Okay, white people, let, 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 me, just, let, me, let me just turn it on you. 
Wave it everybody, Marvin. What did this black man ever do to you? He lives his life to help the community, to pour into, to pour into younger people, to try to be a positive force in the, in, the, in the world, out of his own pocket, out of his own time. What did he do to you, white person? How are you going to look at him and see him a certain kind of way because, well, that's what they've been doing. You know they make all the crime in America. You know, statistically, you're more likely, statistic, and, and this is true, statistically, uh, a white person is nine times more likely to be shot by a black person than a black person is to be shot by a white person. So, you know, I just kind of steer clear of people that look like Marvin Green. <laughs> this is the world we're living in. These things are not real. These things, this, this man has done nothing to deserve that label. This man has done nothing to deserve that label. But some of y'all in here, y'all holding it. Y'all holding it. In spite of what God would tell you. Never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. I've seen people say this. Say, See, we're supposed to be righteously angry. Uh... Well, number one, we ain't that righteous. We're bitter and ticked off. When, when we talk about our righteous indignation, that just means you're ticked. And you want to cloud it with some, with some church speak. See, God can have righteous anger and God can seek revenge because he's going to do it the right way. How many of y'all know if we just turn it over to us, ours, they'd mess that up? The scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Now, I want to tell you something, and, I, and I've told people for years, America's lucky I ain't black. I'd be militant. Because I'm just that kind of, in, in the natural, not in the spiritual realm. Hopefully, I'd be saved and sanctified, fire baptized, loving God, and following the book. But as a lost man, I, I could put a speech together. <laughs> And, and when I read that, I, I want to tell you, there, there's just something in my flesh that's like, get them, God. Go and get them. Now, that ain't Christian. That ain't pastoral. But I'm more honest than that. And I read that, and I'm like, bet. I'm going to leave it up to God because he's going to, listen, God's going to do more to him than you'd ever do to him. I've been... Uh, I can't, I can, R.G. Lee, famous pastor, I can only name you one sermon that he ever preached because it resonated with me because it was one of them payback sermons. His, his sermon was titled Payday Someday. And the basic gist of it was this. Don't be mad at people that did wrong and got away with it. And don't be sad about all the rights you're doing and you ain't getting recognized because one day God is going to make every crooked path straight and he's going to reward every good deed and punish every bad deed. There's a payday someday. Oh, if, if listen, listen, race, white racists in the room. This message goes out to over 60 countries. White racists in the world. Is, how many countries? It might, it might not be 60. We looked at that one time. It was dozens and dozens of countries hitting our sermons, isn't it? Dozens and dozens. I think it was over 60 countries listening to these men. Listen, this time we ain't got 60 people in the room. We got 60 countries listening. Listen, white racists around the world. You want them to get it? Leave it up to the Lord. 
Well, one, well, I had a black person that stole a, a piece of bubble gum from my sister's cousin on her job one day in the third grade. So I hate all of them. Ignorant. Well, you know, you know what they did to our people. Let's just hate Ken Huff over that. There's no changing that. There's only doing better now. And there needs to be some vengeance, but you better leave it up to God because as R.G. Lee said in his payday someday, one day God's going to reward all the things that need rewarded and God is going to punish all the things that need punished. And as God's people, we need to believe He'll do it better than we'll do it. Before you get too militant and sign up to go marching and tearing stuff up, you need to realize uh, that, that, that God sees everything and God's going to make it right. And God's going to punish the evildoer, the Bible says. If you're saved, you don't need to take that punishment. There's a lot of punishment that needs to go out because there's been a lot of evil done in this country on every side. And before you let, let, let your skin color motivate you to hate somebody and want to side up with people that want to do wrong, you better ask yourself how Christian you are. See, what is it that really defines you? Now, you can look at me and you can look at Deacon Dixon and you can say that I'm a white man and he's a black man. And if that's where you define us, then you've missed the whole truth. I have more in common with him as a veteran in the United States Army than I do in skin color. That, that, that had greater definition, role impact on me than that. I have more definition with him in Christianity than I have in skin color. How do you identify yourself? What is your default switch? Well, I'm a proud black woman. Okay, well, take the swag out your neck when you say that. <laughs> Dial it back. Is that how you want to identify in life? I'm a strong black man. Well, I'm a self-made white American. Really? That's how you... Christians, and I've been telling you all this for years, when you read the, in the Bible and it says, we and us, it's primarily talking about who? But when people say we and us in America, that ain't what they're primarily talking about. That ain't what they're primarily talking about at all. They're defining themselves by race, by political persuasion. They're defining themselves by, by, by sexual orientation. Listen, the church needs to be the us in this thing. Verse 20 says, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. <laughs> you ain't going to see that. And you ain't going to see a whole lot of that. Now, there's some people out there doing it. There's some people out there showing up trying to feed their enemy at these rallies. I've seen it, but there's not enough of it. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their head. Verse 21 says, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. You want to know what, what you need to do, what we do now? Good. Say good. Conquer evil by doing. There's a lot of evil in this country. There's hundreds of years of racism in this country. Jim Crow laws. There's, hundreds, there's, 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 there's all types of problems city to city, town to town, family to family. But we don't conquer evil by doing evil. We conquer evil by doing good. Evil will never beat love. You can't stop hate with hate. You, you, you can't conquer hate with hate. You can't stop violence with violence when it, when it comes to the heart of a man. Love wins. And God is love. How do we 
conquer all this? How, how do, what do we do now that all this is, is just boiling? Uh, I heard one person say, well, at least we don't have to worry about coronavirus anymore. They've been putting that one little short white dude on TV every three minutes. Dr. Fauci. I ain't seen him in the last week. He got, he, he, hey, he got overridden by violence. What's the next story going to be? What's going to happen when it comes to our town? That's what you're going to do? I, I'm going to see you walking down the street one day ju- just because people look like you and they don't look like me and all of a sudden that you're, 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 you're with their side and against our side? I'm going to see white people with, joining up with racist groups, standing on steps with guns on their back, demanding whatever they're demanding. You're going to side up with them just because they look like you? you got to determine what defines you. Are you Christian more than you're white? Are you Christian more than you're black? Do you love the Lord more than you love your race? Are, are, are you bound to honor God and to do what God says? Or does your upbringing hold so much hatred in your heart that you refuse to obey the word of the Lord? Not an easy message for some. But if you love God, it's so easy. I refuse to hate you. Hate me if you want to. I refuse to hate anybody. I refuse to lump everybody into one category because what the wrong somebody else did. God says we conquer evil by doing good. Last verse, Colossians 3.14 says, Above all, clothe yourselves with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Old people remember some folk song. I don't know what kind of music it was, popular music. The song said, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. And that's never going to stop being the truth. Because the Bible says to clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together. The solution is love. And hear me good. Hatred and racism is a choice. It is taught. Nobody is born that way. Little white kids and little black kids, little Hispanic kids, they play with each other in nurseries and daycare all around the world, all around this country. That's their buddy. Taquisha and Becky, they're trying to comb each other's hair. Then by about the time middle school happens, Tequisha and Becky ain't talking to each other no more. Then by high school, Tequisha and Becky hate each other. Because hatred is taught. Hatred is shoved into people. Racism is taught. It's shoved into people. But love is taught too. And love is taught by God. And love is commanded by God to His people. And it's what will bind us together in perfect harmony. What do we do now? We do good. We don't go out trying to, try, trying to settle the score, trying to make it even. That's in God's hands. We clothe ourselves with love. You put clothes on today, and it took an effort. You want to put love on, it's going to take effort. When you put your shirt on, you have to pull that shirt on and cover yourself with it. 
It takes a conscious effort. It's a choice. And whether or not you clothe yourself, do you put on love? Well, I love mine. Somebody, I, I love my people. Puerto Ricans ain't exempt, Darius. Puerto, hey, I, hey, nobody familiar, me familiar. I, I've been in airports, strangers running up to strangers screaming, me familiar. I'm like, they don't know each other. They don't even cook their tostones the same way. One cutting them thick and chewy. Oh, cutting them thin and crispy. Well, I wish Nixon was in the room. She could say amen. If we are us, then we can make a change. But if we are not even we, when God said, if my people, if God's people would begin to identify as God's people, we'd get more done because God would honor what we're doing. We got to put love on. You put love on like a garment. You clothe yourself with it. You got to choose love. You see something that makes you angry at a group of people, you can choose hate or you can choose love. You know what God says to do. The question is, will you do you or will you do what God says? Well, what the Bible says ain't working. And we're still dealing with X, Y, and Z. That's, that's not wrong. Still dealing with it. But it does not change the commandment. We didn't tried it that way for so long and it didn't work. You don't try what's wrong just because what's right didn't work. Dr. King knew that he wouldn't live to see it. He said it in a sermon. But he was willing to keep doing what was right, whether it ever worked for him or not. Because it's not about what we want. It's about what God commands us to do. Love is a choice. Hate is a choice. And here's what the scripture says. Choose you this day who you'll serve. You want to be part of the problem white person acting like racism ain't an issue and you don't have to do anything about it? You made the wrong choice. That's not God. God says you got to put on love. Start loving people. Do a better job. You want to side up with the cause, black people? What cause are we talking about? Choose love. This is what God says. We need to pray for our country. I hope it goes away as fast as it came up. The fact that they're breaking out windows all over downtown Jacksonville after a peaceful riot, uh, protest yesterday just lets you know there's evil in the earth. And there are people showing up city by city to create harm. And you need to pray that God keep it from your house. Pray that God keep it from your children. Pray to God to keep it from you. Let's pray. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for truth, God. Father, I pray that you would help us to walk as one. You said that the world would know that we follow you because we love each other. God, I pray that you would let love fill our hearts let us choose love over hate God it's hard to watch 
injustice. And I know it's hard for people who have been mistreated to continue to watch people that look like them be mistreated. And so we thank you, God, that you are a just and a righteous God and that you will pay back evil. Help us to choose love. And God, please heal our country. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the AOCF Sound Doctrine Podcast. And visit us on the web at aocfnow.org. Your financial support for this ministry allows us to share the gospel around the world. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you would like to give a donation, please go to aocfnow.org. Abundant Life Christian Fellowship Church. Loving God, loving people.